0: imagine how it would feel to go into labour confident that it's going to be a calm and beautiful process. Hi, I'm Steph and this is the Original Design Podcast. Wherever you plan to birth, this podcast can help you prepare more deeply for your labour In each episode, you'll hear uplifting birth stories from amazing women. When they share their stories, you witness through your mirror neurons on a subconscious level that your authentic desires for birth are possible too. And it builds faith, especially when they share about their upbringing and any obstacles that they overcame along the way. So by tuning into this podcast, you're expanding your belief in your ability to birth, and by pressing play, you've already started the process of living out your original design. If you enjoy this episode, please take a moment to leave a review, comment, and share it with a friend that's struggling or could really benefit from the information you're about to hear. Welcome back to the original design podcast today I'm going to share my own birth story so about a year and a half ago I gave birth to my daughter Willow um, at my home in Brisbane Australia and what I'll start off with is talking a little bit about the conception journey and then I'll talk about the birth and the postpartum journey and what that was like for me and then I'll answer the quick-fire questions at the end so starting off with conception um, my husband James and I at the time were living in a caravan on five acres um, out on the edge of Brisbane out on the outskirts and we, and James actually had a dream. We actually conceived Willow the next day. And um, that part of the journey was so easy for us. Um, we were in a season where we just felt to just open ourselves up to the possibility of, of starting a family and having kids. Um, we'd sp- I'd spent a bunch of time um, trying to process, you know, what it would, what it could even look like for us to have kids and I knew that I wanted it but I felt like you know I don't want to bring these kids into a world that's just getting worse and so God had to really set that in my heart that he had purposes and plans for me that were good and for my family that were good for my children that were good and that I could really trust him and so we we conceived Willow and I was in denial for quite a long time. <laughs> James, um, he felt like he knew straight away that we have our baby, but I um, I didn't af- officially do the, um, the pregnancy test until about seven weeks into the pregnancy. And uh, at that point, I was just feeling, I, I didn't really have that many symptoms. Um, I felt probably more tired than usual, kind of like I just had you know, just had a cold and I just wanted to sleep a bit more than usual. Um, And then I started, you know, feeling just a little bit, you know, nauseous upon waking. Like, oh, I just need to eat some food, you know, and then my tummy will feel really settled. Um, And then I started also getting some breast tenderness. And yeah, those were really the only signs that I I had that the pregnancy had, had started. Um, But yeah, so we didn't find out till about seven weeks in and it was such a joy. Um, I just felt like so excited, this is so right. And um, so we really celebrated and we kept it a secret for a little while. Um, (laughs) I remember the strange day when I went and picked up the pregnancy test from a pharmacy and how just odd it was, you know, like I was interacting with this cashier person like I was just buying a pregnancy test nothing else and I just put it on the bench and like they're there and they know that I'm buying pregnancy test I know I'm buying pregnancy test and they just you know that okay that'll be you know whatever how many dollars and I pay for it and walk out and it's like such a strange thing to like be holding this implement in my hand that's gonna change my life forever it's just a really there for me that was such a strange experience and then I actually was, at that time, I was still at, at uni finishing up my degrees and I just remember carrying it around with me, this, this test and, you know, waiting until, because I wanted to be with James when I actually did the test and so, so I, I was carrying it around all day. It was so strange and I was almost tempted to use it, but then I was like, no, no, I want to I be with James. But yeah, so that was our conception. And I, from the start, I knew that I wanted to have a home birth and that's what I did. I actually, I had Willow at home, um, gave birth to her in our bedroom and I just knew that that was right for me. I just felt so confident that that was a beautiful choice. Um, yeah, for me, that looked like a lot of research. I ended up through a Google search, just coming upon a private midwifery clinic, um, which is close to me. And I booked an appointment um, in a, and basically, yeah, like hired a private midwife. I would meet with her every month um, and then every two weeks and then every week in the lead up to Willow's birth. And she would really help me with expanding my understanding of the normal physiological birth process and how the body works so perfectly and to bring the baby out into the world. And so that was really cool. I, I also did a lot of personal research, positive birth stories, and people who have birthed outdoors and in the wild, and people who free birthed, um, and people who have home birthed, and seeking after other people who have done this. And and now I understand from a neurological perspective that that was me searching for my mirror neurons to actually um, see something that was what I wanted to do as well. So basically, You know if i can see it then it's then it's easier for me to get into my imagination and see that i'm doing that as well you know so i did a lot of operation mentally and visualizations visualizing myself you know opening and visualizing myself giving birth yeah so let's talk about the day that i went into labor so it's funny My mind didn't know I was going into labor, you know, I got to, I think, um, 40 weeks and five days, um, which is so, I was so comfortable. It was such such a normal range. You know, I believe that normal birth can be anywhere between 38 weeks and 42 weeks plus, you know, sometimes 43 weeks is totally normal and absolutely safe. Um, but yeah, for me it was 40, 40, 40 weeks and 5 days. And I remember the day, I didn't, yeah, my mind didn't comprehend, oh, this is definitely the day. But something in me was just like, this is happening. Because I had this quickening to get prepared. Um, Because we were having a home birth, I was like, well, we've got to get all the towels in the bedroom. We've got to set up the mattress. You know, I wanted a mattress that was low to the floor so I could just really easily transition um, after giving birth, just to lying down with my new baby and and just laying there. So I had this desire. I was like, James, I need your help. We need to get all this stuff sorted. And And then later in the day, um, I started feeling some tightenings um, around my abdomen and I kind of felt like yeah this is starting this is happening um we have a beautiful fireplace and so at about dusk kind of time james goes outside and starts chopping wood like because he i think he also kind of knows this is on and so we just needed to well first of all we wanted to have the fire going when i was giving birth because it was um it was in june so it was cold it was curl up in the fire type type weather And, um, yeah, so he's out there chopping wood, you know, just trying to get his head in the game, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what he was doing. And, you know, and then about 9 o'clock, I guess, um, things started to really, to ramp up. And I felt, um, I felt to get in the shower. Um, I, and then I called my midwife. um, So, you know, she said, um, just give me a call when, when the tightenings or the sensations you're feeling in your body um, require your full attention so you know one way to know if labor is how close you are to being in active labor yeah is just to go do they require my full attention and these ones did you know so I was fully fully invested fully focused Um, (laughs) and that's you know that's how it started so then my my midwife Hazel came around and you know and and then we spent the next few hours um and it was it was a lot of me resting you know to be honest i for whatever reason i was tired um it wasn't because of the process i just it's almost like i started tired like kind of like i'd been working too hard that day and probably should have had a nap you know and so i was tired at the, at the start and so i spent a lot of time resting i rested on my bed i rested in the in the bath i just breathed and breathed and really low noises i spent hours doing that and i think you know if i'm honest the hardest part in that time frame was actually the mental um the mental endurance just like the way that a marathon runner or um, someone who's an elite athlete um, has to prepare their mind I just noticed um, that it was my mind that was pressed um, the most Willow was such a big baby oh my goodness she was almost five kilos you know and I'm not like a big person the so for her to be out of fit and you know she spent um, she spent the the time when i was in labor she actually spent that doing a full rotation so she was based um with most of her body on the right side of of me and most babies love to be on the left side in order to get through the pelvis it just is it's a little bit of an easier path the head can fit more you know fit more easily through the birth canal so she did a 270 degree Turn her head was down the whole time but but her body had to shift from you know fully one side all the way around and so it was my muscles doing the work to kind of turn her that whole time and you know in a big child it's it's not a small thing so so I just really had to be patient you know and and I think at the time it was hard because I didn't know how long it would be you know and that's that's a mental that's a mental game yeah, so I like to talk about rock bottoms um, I think it's a really useful term because you know throughout life we we all experience rock bottoms you know times when we, we get hurt or someone hurts us or you know we really feel just deeply afraid or lost a loved one like and, and it can really feel like you know we're going through the valley of the shadow of death you know it can really feel like um, like hopeless and and so that's what I like to call a rock bottom the amazing thing about rock bottoms is that there's always beautiful gems actually in the process and in just after the rock bottom is when the breakthrough comes that's usually when the clouds part and this and you realize the sun's been shining the whole time that was my experience I was in a rock bottom during part of that labor and I remember I was in the bathtub trying to relax and just breathe and do all the things I need to do just to just to release all tension from my body and I was doing really well in that but it still just felt like I don't know how long this is gonna be and you know and I know I trust my body um, to do this but but I really just want this to happen I feel so tired physically and you know all these things and I just remember seeing the light shining through the blinds because we had the you know we had the bathroom really dimly lit and I just remember seeing this just this fracture of light shining through the blinds and I just had this thought come into my mind you're having a baby today and I just realized oh I'm having my baby today this is happening I'm having my child today and that was that was the turning point for me So at that point, my midwife said, look, let's try and get out of the bath. Uh, You know, I think it's slowing things down a little bit. Let's get out and let's just see. We'll go to the bedroom and and we'll see. And that was it. I I got out. I was helped, you know, into the bedroom, which was just a few steps away. And and she was born, you know, that was it. I just, I was kneeling down. Willow was, um, James was supporting me. I was holding and leaning back um and you know in that kneeling position this this beautiful girl born there's like this beautiful process where um the head in order to be able to fit out really gently it it kind of goes out and then goes back in goes out comes back in a little bit more each time a little bit more and so i just really like stayed with that process and just just was breathing and and that part of labor was like so easy <laughs> it was so easy Literally the hardest part for me was that rock bottom where I just mentally didn't know how long it was gonna be and just was feeling so tired. And as soon as I had that, um, that mental shift, um, it was so, so doable. And I was just so in the moment, so present and just working with my body and just breathing. And I remember when I had that, I call it the insatiable urge to bear down and it is just like the most beautiful feeling it's not even pushing but that's what people call it you know where you push your baby out. but it's not even pushing it's like it's happening for you your body is pushing your body is like just squeezing this baby out and so yeah I just remember she was born and she was just there on the ground um, for you know I'm not sure how long few seconds or minutes or something and I remember staring at her and going where did you fit because she was so so big and yeah and then we just you know I went and laid down with her and she did a big big poo (laughs) like a second after she was born obviously she was really ready (laughs) for that poo and it went everywhere but I just didn't care at all you know she's just laying there on me and I'm just lying there and just resting and just going oh my goodness I did it it's what <laughs> and um we just we delayed cord clamping so that you know the cords still pulsing and she, and she was just laying there we, we didn't even know if she was a boy or a girl she just was laying there just this little human who'd just come out and you know we waited for quite a while actually before we even checked um it was only when we went to you know actually cut the cord that we thought oh we should check is she a boy or a girl and yeah and then I went to just have a shower and um and James got to hold You know all i remember is just him just crying (laughs) he doesn't cry except at these really pivotal moments like at our wedding ceremony and then the birth of our child (laughs) like he's there weeping crying and and so you know afterwards um as i you know got up to have the shower the placenta just um just so easily came out yeah but that was so that was the birth (laughs) that was the. that was the home birth um in the end we did not need the fire i i spent like two minutes in front of it and then i was like no i need the shower i need the bath i need the bed i do not need the living room i do not need this space i want to be cozy <laughs> so in the end i think the chopping of the wood was more for james's therapy than it was for my own <laughs> what i loved about um their journey afterwards after birth is um the way that i let myself have space so i stayed in my bedroom for like a few days i i think maybe two days we slept we rested people brought us food and i didn't even leave the bedroom and then i noticed myself desire to go and venture out a little bit more you know so then the next day maybe i'd go into the living room and sit in the living room for a little bit longer And then, you know, after a week, I think I decided that I wanted to go, you know, um, for a walk on the property. We live on five acres, so I went for a walk. And, you know, and slowly and slowly the circles um, got bigger of the distance that I wanted to actually go. Um, But I really let myself have that time at the start. Um, I also had my midwives come and visit me every day for the first five days, and that was brilliant. It was so good. To know that they were coming to support me and care for me um and just i could ask them questions if i had any or just for them to be that supporting presence just to say that hey you did this and you're doing this and you are so capable of doing this and you know that is really it's a really beautiful energy that they were able to bring and offer to me in that time yeah so i just remember being i guess just extra sensitive you know it's such a transformative powerful um intense it, it there's an intensity about birth that i don't find is in any other area of life you know um there are things that definitely come close and that are, that are similar but different but there's an intensity about birth and it's a beautiful thing um, but it does require certain tools and space and time and so yeah i really let my body have that time I did feel quite emotionally up and down on those first few days and that that's a classic classic postpartum thing like you know on the third day most people get really weepy and so my midwife came and said you know have you started crying yet (laughs) yeah so there's just these these things that are so normal and just happen it's just when the hormones change and and so just giving yourself space to be okay with that and I think that yeah that's one of the biggest things that I've learned is just letting yourself feel what you feel and not judging it I'm not I'm not saying um, to let yourself be in a defeat mindset and just like stay in it that's when we can use um, faith and like the promises of God to just encourage ourselves and realize that there's a higher reality and we've been invited to live within that but I think there's also something for just realizing that Oh, my hormones are changing today because my milk's coming in, and I'm probably gonna feel a bit extra weepy, and that's okay. You know, I'm gonna give myself some kindness, and just realize that that's happening in my physical body, and that's okay. You know, or um, you know, or I I just gave birth, and um, you know, and my body's going back down to size, so I actually just you know need to be just mindful of my stomach, you know, and. The process of getting out of bed you know I'm gonna roll to my side I'm gonna be really gentle and I'm gonna be kind to myself you know and finding extra ways to be kind to yourself I think is so so vital Um, especially just after birth I might just quickly talk to the birth partner side of things you know so such an important part of my birth was having James alongside me I felt like his presence was a stabling force. Yeah, and in the, the second stage of labor, you know, when the, when the baby was actually coming, when Willow was coming out, um, you know, he was right there with, I was grasping onto him, you know, and so he was fully engaged, even in the physicality of the actual experience. I think he was probably just as tired as me because I was really leaning, like I was leaning all of my weight <laughs> um, on him and so I think he might have had a harder time than me actually during that that process but yeah he was amazing he was so amazing throughout that whole that whole thing you know because it's such a it's it's totally brand new to to both of us you know we've done research we've looked into stuff we've prepared but there's also that element when it comes time it's it's this exciting thing of we've never done this before I just jump into the um, the three questions so these are the three questions I like to ask all of our guests the first one is what's the best pregnancy related purchase for around $100 or under for us the ergo baby carrier was the best purchase one of the only purchases we made we got given a lot of things but by far the best most valuable most used Um, so it's a it's a carrier that allows you to just really comfortably hold your child on your front your back and allow them to just be close to you we literally used it every single day you know when when she was newborn I would just have her in there you know and I could go for a walk um, or James could go for a walk with her Um, when you know when she was a little bit older Um, she would sometimes nap in there and I would just be able to do things around the house and I loved having her close to me Um, that was very important because I know that um, the in-arms stage is um, incredibly important for discharging energy so a baby lying down you know imagine if you're like in bed and you're um, what do you call that in Bed rest, um, and you can't get up. You get really agitated, you know. And so, babies, when they're in the carrier, um, it allows them to discharge their energy because they move as you move. And they also get to experience life um, as, you know, as it is to live as a human, you know. Mum moving around from here to there, you know, doing this, doing that. They get to observe and look around um, when they're really little, when their vision is, you know, is. Um, only can see so far you know because they're so close to you they can actually see you know they can look and and still see up into your face and into your eyes you know as opposed to if they were in a pram and they were like further away from you you know they wouldn't little babies they can't actually see very far, so they wouldn't be able to see see you even though they're being pushed by you um so I loved it that was absolutely the best purchase that we made I would recommend that literally to every single pregnant woman go out and get an ergo baby carrier best advice for the first few days postpartum sleep when your baby sleeps forget about things that you need to do Like if you feel like you need to do something forget about it let someone else do it sleep when your baby sleeps message okay what message would I put on a billboard for pregnant women if, if they were gonna walk past and see it what would I put on there I think I would put trust And surrender to the process trust and surrender to the process yeah because I just I believe that our bodies have been created to birth that God created us to birth babies Um, you know in the Old Testament it speaks about um, God's women they birthed with liveliness in um, energy and that they gave birth quickly before their midwives even arrived you know and I just believe that when he said when he designed us and said that we were good that that he meant that you know he meant that that we are actually designed so perfectly that everything fits together you know and I realized that um, you know that our lifestyle like our modern lifestyle isn't always set up for um you know for things to work perfectly but you know um in my online workshop that i'm building um, we're going to address that and actually address ways to rebalance and get back into alignment you know um alignment with the way that our bodies were actually designed to live within you know so we can birth really easily and quickly um so yeah that would be that's what i'd put on the billboard I think that's everything that I wanted to cover. So thanks so much for listening. Um, There's going to be more beautiful birth stories coming out all the time. If you know someone who's had an amazing birth, please let them get in touch with me. Um, They can email me at hello at ourlifeblood.com or you can just contact me through Instagram at ourlifeblood.com and i would just absolutely love to talk to them learn more about what their birth was like maybe interview them for this podcast um so thanks so much guys for listening i just and i just really hope and pray that you just can receive in your heart that you absolutely can have the birth that you desire bless you